Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to anchor.fm to get started. Peace. Welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Good morning. My name is Seth Studley. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. Welcome. Good morning. Glad to see you guys. We are so excited to be with you this morning. We are talking about vaginismus, which mm. is not something that is commonly talked about. We got a listener question, and we're really excited to dive into that today. But before we do that, we want to let you know that our show is brought to you by the Anatomy of Marriage app. It's the app that we created. You can get it in the App Store. You can mm-hmm. get it wherever you get apps for whatever device you use your apps on. Um, It's called Anatomy of Marriage, and it has the clearing structure. It has conversation starters. It has the battle strip game. It has education. It's essentially it's what we wish we had had when we got married, so that our marriage didn't suck for so long. So go check it out, like the container store at the mall. Yep, Uh, you can go to anatomyofmarriage.com to get the app and check it out. It's the Anatomy of Marriage app. That's Um, right. And every day we do four things. What are the things we do? We pray. We Uh share gratitude for one another. We share an intention of the day. And then we wrap it up with the Anatomy of Marriage app conversation starters, which which we're going to do sort of different today. But Uh we encourage you to do these four things with your partner. Do the prayer together. Do your intentions. Do your gratitude. And do the app conversation Mm -hmm. starters because it's fun. That's right. Good morning, Kendra. Jamie says, so grateful for conversation starters. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we're live on Facebook and Instagram. Totally forgot to say that. What's up, Rochelle? What's up, Jenny? All right. Why don't you pray this morning? Oh, okay. Go all for right. it. <clears throat> Dear Lord, thank you so much for all of our blessings, God. I pray that this day we can bring our energy, our love, your love into this world in a way that is life-giving and fun and exciting, God. I just thank you for all that we have. Pray that our show is helpful, that it answers questions, brings insights, and begins healing processes for many, many people. Thank you mm-hmm. so much for what we do and for the people who join us. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. You know, you said life-giving, and it made me think of, we've talked about Tina Shermer-Sellers and other people in our life that uh, when you're around them, they literally yeah. are energy bringers, like positive energy, like right. life givers. You know what Howdy, I'm saying? Howdy, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> hey, what's up? And I want to be that person, mm-hmm. like, and not because it's like fun, look at me. I want to be that person that brings life. I had a conversation with a person yesterday, and it was dead in the water right. i was like i don't know what's going on right. uh, it wasn't judgy or anything but the you know people don't remember uh what you said or what you do or whatever they may, they remember how you make, make them, them feel, feel. right yeah. so i want people to feel energized mm-hmm. life-giving whoa like that i don't know what that was <laughs> that actually scared me i can't can and join right when i started dancing so <laughs> it Kenan, works out we're, we're sharing some energy this morning man <laughs> i guess so let's All jump right. into our gratitudes uh-huh. and your gratitude is just something that you're thankful for that your partner has done recently mm-hmm. and you share them that's what gratitude is so what's your gratitude for me 
Uh, you know, I was thinking sometimes, and this isn't us right now, but sometimes okay. there might be days that you're not thankful for anything your partner did. Oh, okay. Right? Sure. And that's okay. But if it's that more than not, then you want to think about it and just pare down. It doesn't have to be these big grandiose things. I'm thankful you painted the entire house or anything. Um, I'm thankful you woke up beside me even though we're mad at each other or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So I want to normalize that for some people because there were definitely times when that was a time in our life. So I am thankful. What did you do yesterday? Oh, sorry. Um, I don't know. I love you too, Kenan. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I should have thought of this beforehand. Uh, just the simple things, you know. You, oh, you know what? This morning, you're sitting in your thing, doing your journaling and stuff, and I put up my hand when I wake up, and you just touch me like that. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. That feels nice. It feels connecting, and that is my love language. So thank you for that. You're welcome for that. Um, I'm thankful for. I feel like yesterday you did something really funny with the kids, and we were they were laughing, but now I can't think of what it was. I do something funny every day. With I them. know. Well, I'm thankful for that. Like your. The, the goofy things that you do the kids like you go and you like poke them and like make a funny fart noise well Even I've done that. done that too much for Mary because every time I walk around him he's he like, like shrugs up yeah, but I'm really thankful for the yeah. sort of the youthful joy that you bring mm-hmm. to the interactions with our kids I would hate it if you didn't do that mm. like I know more people who are like poopy old like oh I'm I'm 40 I can't possibly laugh and I'm like, oh, this is the worst. So yeah. I'm, I'm just thankful that you're good. like that. Good morning, awesome. Stephen. Um, so, hey, Steve. What am Steven. I saying? Uh, we did intention. Oh, what are mm-hmm. our intentions? Our intentions, intentions are basically mm-hmm. our behavior we want to practice that we is helpful. Right. Well, I am intending on. Well, we're stepping stuff up. That's so right. That's that's what I'm intending on. I'm getting a new. Uh, well, I'm working on a 30, 60 day kind of. It's called a battle plan, right? Mm-hmm. But it's going to be focused on AOM. Yeah. Stuff. What are you smiling at? Hattie Is there a just kid? Woke up. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, a <sis>. battle plan. <laughs> Good morning, babe. Uh, a battle plan to to step it up and to monetize this thing, and not because monetize it to monetize it, because if we can monetize it, guess what? It's more sustainable, and we can put out we better can content more, yep. and do more content. So. It's not about the money, but it is about the money. I love Anybody how your intention always goes from relationships to some sort of work thing. Like I was talking about relationships, but that's all right. My intention is to touch you more, not monetize our podcast. <laughs> anyway, I love <laughs> nice you. Try. We'll figure okay, it out. Do your you intentions, too. your gratitudes, and your prayers together. All and right. then we're going to get into the question of the day. Mm-hmm. It's a longer question, but it is... Um, it's important. People very, have very this. Important. It's real. So we're going And there. I'm going to say words like vibrator in it. Don't Ooh. get mad at me. Okay. Here we go. I feel lost and feel... (laughs) Yeah, our kids are like down the hall. I feel lost and fearful with regards to sex. I have never found sex enjoyable or wanting sex. I grew up in a household that was non-religious where it wasn't talked about. I never wanted a boyfriend to have sex and I didn't have a partner until my mid-teens breaking my virginity in my early 20s. I was diagnosed, in quotes, with vaginismus early in our relationship. Although I say that in quotes because a lot of literature talks about it being unconscious and I truly believe I have the power to change it. As part of this, I had phys- I had a physical examination. It went okay. How, what is that word? Sensate focus. Sensate focus, meaning like sensation focused mm-hmm. counseling and with a sex therapist. Mm-hmm. And I took part in other programs which examined my beliefs. My partner wants to see me confident, empowered, and enjoying sex. I'm not any of those currently. Currently, I worry about the time we've had between sessions, worrying about it hurting. It's more of a functional thing than an emotional connective thing. I can't relax into it. Sometimes I worry about getting pregnant, although we use 
contraception. I don't find male genitalia attractive, whereas my partner enjoys just seeing me naked. Mm-hmm. Hashtag real talk. Um, Hashtag every guy. And every most women. In a recent conversation, he asked, "Why do you en- what do you enjoy most about sex? What do you like? And I couldn't answer him. I have read Come As You Are, and it feels like I am driving with the handbrake on, and I don't know how to turn it off. Mm. I don't feel I have had an enjoyable sexual experience, although I find my boyfriend attractive. I do masturbate, and that can be enjoyable with sensate with sensate focus sens- sensory. Mm-hmm. I had to do a lot of work involving vibrators and dildos, and it felt like a clinical chore. I think that's hilarious. I am confident in how I look. What else can I do? My partner is very supportive. For example, he comes along to sex therapy sessions. We communicate well. He never pressures me into anything sexually. I'd like to get married to him and have children with him. How can I have a better relationship with sex? Do I just accept the situation that I am someone who doesn't like sex and own that space? I feel like there is a potential to grow, but I don't know how. How do I release myself from fear and the weight on my shoulders of fear, shame, and guilt? I have your workbook and feel like I need to grow first and then take that to my relationship. I know intimacy is not the same as sex, but I'd like to be able to choose to have sex if I wanted. It feels like a distant goal at the moment and for the past seven years. Thank you for listening. I have spoken to my partner about it and I do have other friends, but it's a conversation that you... It's not a conversation you can have in a public place two meters apart. Anyway, or any wisdom or tips you can share would be great. I feel alone. P.S. In case you haven't guessed, physical touch is not my love language, but I'm mm. trying to do little non-sexual acts to boost this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what do you think? First of all, sorry for asking you that, but then cutting you off. Thank you for that question. Yes. This is a uh, thing that it's uh, part of the physical um, and also it's part of uh, the mental uh, mm-hmm. thing. They all go together, right? So this is a thing that a lot of people suffer from in this form or other forms. It could be lack of desire, low desire, super high desire with a low desire, di- desire partner. So uh-huh. it's it's a complicated webbed system. That's, right. uh, so I want to normalize that and then mm-hmm. uh, applaud you for uh, sending this email right. and talking about it. And in the so first I place. did. I did a little bit of research. I knew what vaginismus was before, but I didn't ever. I didn't know how, like the details of it. But so, five to seventeen percent of women struggle with vaginismus, and it is ismus, the like Latin word, mm-hmm. means contracting of like tendons or what? Not tendons, but muscles. Muscles. So vaginismus is your muscles contract, and it literally means like you cannot have sex. Mm-hmm. Like you're, and when you read about it. The literature that I glanced at and what I know of it, it almost always links it to, uh, it's psychosomatic, mm-hmm. meaning I have anxiety. So they have like a, a sh- I'll share all this resources. We have tons of resources about it, but like this cycle of, uh, what is it? Like fear. So it's, mm-hmm. it starts with the pain. Usually it starts with pain. Like you go to have intercourse and it hurts. So then your body tightens up even more because right. it's like, do not do that. Mm-hmm. And then you are, you feel afraid to have intercourse or whatever you're mm-hmm. doing, put a tampon in, whatever it is. And so it's like this self-fulfilling or it's like a feedback right. loop. One thing leads to another, leads to another, and it just grows and grows and grows. Uh, and I here's an example. If you've had a major abdominal surgery before I have. that is on your like your core or whatever uh, after the surgery post surgery you are very aware of mm. just what happened to your right. body right and you're you you know it doesn't it doesn't hurt so much but you're more scared right right and then sometimes you you might move or tweak something and you're like oh man I felt the scar right there right. oh my goodness and then what are you gonna do in order to not feel that again, you're going to tense up more, more. and tense up right. more. It's kind of like holding your shoulders like this. If you're sitting in an office all day, 
you release it and go, oh my gosh, I feel so right, tight, tense all day, right? Yeah. And so going back to the the uh, surgery post op example is, oh, you feel it, you feel it, and then oh, the real pain is of tensing your entire muscles. Right. It's not like the pain that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, what's if crazy, that, if that makes sense, yeah. And then you find then you're, and I think of our friend who used to be like super anxious about throwing up. Oh yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. like throwing up was a big thing. It mm-hmm. was. And she I'm, hardly I'm ever threw to up, death but she was so afraid up, of it. But yeah. she was, she, you know, it was, that was all psychosomatic mm-hmm. um, kind of thing for her. And I even talked to her about like stop thoughts and right. let's, let's freeze this. And mm-hmm. she said it helped her. Right. So this is. Well, and let gonna, me say really quickly too. So when in that scenario where you're saying like the abdominal surgery pain stuff, mm-hmm. what happens is not only are you protecting the wounded area. So I've had major abdominal surgery, like literally cut. right down the middle cut my guts and uh it was horrendous Mm -hmm. and what happens is you you try to protect it right so you're like bending over and then you're actually engaging all these other muscle systems Mm -hmm. in your body to protect it so then that becomes a problem Mm -hmm. like what what you've accidentally put in place on the other end Mm -hmm. of trying to protect it Mm -hmm. is also a problem so now you've got two problems right that makes sense so i'm going into like therapy mode here and uh let's just say um Okay, this is an opportunity for this person to really focus on something that hasn't been resolved before. Right. Right? So, Dr. Bessel van der Kolk, the body keeps the score. Mm-hmm. Uh, anxiety, trauma, other things. And I'm, I, you know, I don't know this person's trauma history, and I don't even need to right now. Uh, but uh, there is something. Maybe it's a. Maybe it started as a thought, like I'm not enough or whatever. And then, like, your body says you're not enough. You've agreed to that. That's a contract that you, that you have with your body. Mm. And since you believe you're not enough, you're gonna go. You know what? I don't deserve this type of mm-hmm. connection with my partner. I don't deserve this type of sexual pleasure. So the body is gonna do something to stop that. Right. Right. So I. I. Uh, had this thought in my mind. I believed it. I made a contract with my own body, mm-hmm. subconsciously, unconsciously, even. And now your body is playing that out, right? So let's we're gonna flip this around and say, hey, this is an awesome opportunity. Uh-huh. I am so glad that you have this. I know that sounds weird, right? But just this is what I would say to a client. You know what, man? This is awesome because if you didn't have it, you wouldn't know that you had to fix something. Mm-hmm. And now once you fix that, boom, floodgates are opening, mm-hmm. right? I mean literally maybe even mm-hmm. right and i just made that up so uh let's, let's the floodgates let, of the vagina are opening that's right so this is a new opportunity like okay sensate focus i would focus less with a sex therapist because that's almost like going to going to a tire shop to fix your carburetor you if i knew what a carburetor was i would get it your fuel injection it's going to les schwab tires here i'll in fix Washington. your fuel injection Ooh, i will too <laughs> uh to fix your engine right. right okay it's not the tires that are messed up it's not it's not your j that's messed <laughs> up <laughs> it's it's other parts of your body what you think and what you have accepted as a contract with yourself mm-hmm. if this makes sense so yeah. instead of going to a sex therapist i want you to go to a therapist maybe do some emdr work well and she said maybe to do some hip well 
Yeah, more, keep on. More yeah. of it, right? Um, there's a field that I took a class of and it blew my brains out in grad school. It's called medical family therapy. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, practicing family, marriage and family therapy within the lens of a hospital setting. So it's yeah. very clinical. You're talking to the doctors because what, you know, things that are happening with our body obviously affect our psyche. If we're anxious, uh, have anxiety anxiety, uh-huh. depression, stuff like that. So these, all these things are interconnected, right? It's all interconnected. So I would want to back up and go, yeah, sex therapy, that works, it's great. Uh, but I want this person to go to uh, EMDR, hypnotherapy, et cetera, to, to, uh, to address this issue, right. if that makes sense. Well, and I think those are all really great. Thank you for sharing all of those. Mm-hmm. And it does say she's done a lot of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So here's what I want to... So I want to offer this idea. And this comes from a, du- a bunch of different teachers that I've been reading different books from and listening to. One is Marissa Peer. Mm-hmm. Marissa Peer is amazing. She talks about all sorts of crazy things. She does rapid transformational therapy, which mm-hmm. I want to become an RTT certified therapist. That'd be so cool. So she does rapid transformational therapy. She has a book called I Am Enough. Mm-hmm. And she has several books. She has courses that you can buy for everything from like overeating, porn addiction, all sorts of different things. But she has this idea of kind of understanding how illness affects us as a safety mechanism. Just started at loving it. Good. Yay. That's awesome. Um, So she talks about like, you know, if someone is terrified, they have anxiety. They're, they're terrified of giving a presentation at work. Mm-hmm. Well, your body goes, your, your body's listening to your thoughts, basically. Your body is listening in on your inner thoughts. Um, Marissa Peer is her name. So M-A-R-I-S-A-P-E-R-P-E-E-R. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I can't, I don't know what I'm saying. Marissa Peer. Her She's book is called I Am Enough. Yeah. British she's, accent. Oh my gosh. She's uh, <laughs> British. She's amazing. But she talks about this idea of your body is listening to what you say in mm-hmm. your head. So if you're like, I'm scared to death, I'm going to throw up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to kill myself with, I'm so anxious. I hate my life or I'm going to die or this traffic is killing mm-hmm. me. And she's like, and your body will like make those things happen. Mm-hmm. So, oh, you're terrified of something. Well, here's a bout of diarrhea. Now you don't have to give that presentation. Now you don't have to. It's yeah. amazing. It, it is amazing. It's really trippy. And uh, oh, somebody says, Marissa Peer, I am enough. That's right. Uh, Rochelle says, thank you. And somebody says, right. But it's, don't, it's mental. Don't say anything yet. I want to keep saying what I was saying. Mm-hmm. So she talks about that idea. Another thing that she talked about, if she talks about in some of her uh, meditations, she does online meditations that are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But she talks about this idea of talking to the feelings that you're having. Mm-hmm. So this is what I would really suggest for this, uh, the listener who sent in the question. I want you to have a conversation with your vaginismus. And I'm dead serious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I do this at night when I meditate in bed. So when I go to bed, Actually, I don't even know if you know this. I lay down. I lay on my back now, which is its own kind of comical story because I have pill. I have towels. I make like a pillow system. You look like Princess Leia with your towel. I roll towels situation. up on either side of my head, and I have a sleeping mask, and I lay flat on my back, and I meditate. I can't. I can't meditate on my side. I don't know why. So I meditate, and I literally like meditate about all the parts of my body's being being mm-hmm. healed. Mm-hmm. I have inflammation in my uterus. They thought I had endometriosis. Then they thought it was endometriitis. Mm-hmm. All this crap. And I figured out, I think it's just a gluten insensitivity. How mm-hmm. fun is that? Because mm-hmm. I ate non-bread after 75 hard, and all of a sudden my internal organs were inflamed so i will literally like put my hands on my body and i will talk i will like imagine golden energy light of healing Mm -hmm. and like my i'm totally a hippie so like 
I imagine lining up all of my cells. That's not even a thing, but I imagine mm-hmm. it. And to heal Why them. Why wouldn't it be a thing? They're supposed it to be in a, order. It is. That's true. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that I do. But what I want you to think about first with vaginismus specifically is if you, if, when you very first think about it, feel it, feel it, it's triggered, whatever that feels like for you, I want you to take take note of that sensation, the very, very first hint of it, mm-hmm. and go, oh, there it is. Name your vaginismus. Name it. Right. You might want to name it Hillary. Or what would you name your vaginismus? I don't have one. What if, What would you name your penanismus? <laughs> <laughs> Penalismus. I don't know. That just got weird. <laughs> uh, uh, name it. So name it and claim it, right? It's like, okay, this, this pain, this sensation in my body, it's keeping the score. It's telling me something. It's mm. calling me on my cell, right? Mm-hmm. Every time you don't pick it up, it's going, okay, they didn't, they, they, didn't, they didn't pick it up. They didn't address it. I did my job. Uh-huh. It, it stopped them from, you know, Feeling oh, this is killing me. Okay, free, yeah, yeah. well, okay, so you get, you know, diarrhea or upset stomach right. or something because you don't want to do that presentation, right? So pick up the phone. Hello. Hello, vaginismus. Uh, I'm not really interested in talking right now. Yeah. I, I wanna... love that you wanted to talk. Right. But you know what? I am enough. Right. My body is enough. My, my vagina body, my loves body parts to be are free. Enough, right? right. This, if somebody's just tuning in, they're going, oh my gosh, they have lost their marbles. Right. But it, this, I'm a therapist and all this stuff works, right? Wait, Jamie just said Reiki. Reiki healing. What does that even mean? You don't know what Reiki I is? I don't know. I mean, now okay. I'm going yeah. Okay, to. hold on. I mean, uh, I do, but I don't. Let me read this. Patricia says, as a birth doula, oh. ooh, that's very interesting. Uh, I had a client with vaginismus. I was hired for her third pregnancy because both of her previous pregnancies were hard and she had to give to have an epidural during labor, which was she was trying to avoid, but with proper training and something called hypnobirthing. Mm. Ooh, I've heard of that before. She was able to have a pain-free delivery. She was able to relax, trust her body, and had the best labor and delivery she always <gasps> desired. Mind over matter is very powerful. Thank that, you so much, Patricia. Patricia, what a gift you gave that woman to give her the best labor and delivery she always desired. That is an absolute dream. So hand clapping for you. Yeah, big time. But the thing that... Somebody says, I'm oh. tracking 100% with you. Imagining those things, uh, these are bringing healing, healing to your body. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, so we talk about the power of visualization, mm-hmm. right? And why, how come that we as a society go, oh yeah, visualize me. I'm going to, you know, like... I'm gonna score. I'm gonna uh, uh, score some touchdowns or whatever. You know, you like think of a, an athlete getting right. hyped up. Like right. oh, I see myself, my opponent. I'm gonna crush them. All this stuff. They're visualizing it. They're right. getting hyped up. But when we start to talk about, you know what? What would visualizing your body be like? Your cells and stuff. Then it goes into like, hippie, oh, you're weird, hippy dippy land. Right. But uh, one one arena is okay. The other one is not. So I want to kind of bridge the gap here and go. All your favorite athletes visualize themselves winning their success. They their visualize success their success as a team. So if you and I used to do when on phase two, I would do ten minutes of focused visualization of seventy five hard at seventy five hard. I am I'm doing this. I see myself there. I see myself on that stage giving that speech. Right, and I literally saw it. Right, so mm-hmm. you seeing yourself healed is why is that so far-fetched answer it shouldn't be right right um so thank you chris uh what's up taylor <laughs> well Tyler, I, sorry. I do want to say too that like patricia said mm-hmm. um trusting let's see trying to avoid but with proper training uh she was able to have a pain pre-delivery she was able to relax and trust her body so one of the things that 
uh, we we what is the word we make body stuff gross in our culture mm-hmm. we say periods are gross they're disgusting don't talk about it vaginismus ew <laughs> right we make it gross mm-hmm. and so then what happens is there's an intense like umbrella of shame and it's almost like it's it's like this huge dark heavy umbrella so much so that we can't actually see how we're supposed to heal it because Mm -hmm. everyone's so afraid to say those words or whatever right and we're not trusting that our bodies are designed for this kind of thing somebody says golden light like tangled (laughs) that's great (laughs) flower gleam and glow oh man let your colors shine actually that song totally works bring back what once was lost bring back what once was mine that's weird change what has been cursed it's so weird. Like now that I'm thinking of the actual words, it's like totally. You're gonna fits. get a million comments like, oh, um, "OMG, you can sing." Uh, anyway, so what I thought about that is that one of the things that I've learned through this sort of meditative things and listening to de- different yogi teacher type mm-hmm. things is that your body does know how to do all of this stuff. The right, says, please sing to us every day. I will. <laughs> uh, your body knows how mm-hmm. to do these things correctly. It is inside of you. It is within you already. Mm-hmm. Health is already inside of you. It's mm-hmm. a matter of, it. like in this email, what I noticed is that she said, my partner wants to see me confident, empowered, and enjoying sex. Mm-hmm. That's your partner's vision for you. Mm-hmm. What's your vision for you, mm-hmm. right? And I know that you want the same things, but you said my partner wants those mm-hmm. things. And that's fine. He can want those things. That's whatever. But what's hard about that for me is that I think in a way you're you're saying my health, my healing from vaginismus is somewhere else. Mm-hmm. It's in that sex therapy office. Right. It's with this therapist, with this program, with this workbook. It's inside of you. That is how so many people grew up. Like I've I've told you this before. Right. Like I grew up in the South and grew up in church. And <laughs> Kenan says, I'm waiting for the songbirds to fly in and land on Melanie. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I grew up in church and it was always most everything was like over there. It was like, Oh, that's the that's the preacher dude. Right. He's like that. He you has know? the answers. He, well, almost not he has the answers, but I could never do that. Not right. that I wanted to be a preacher or anything, mm-hmm. but I could never do that. Or like, oh, that was that's for that that's for that guy. Right. Like, sure, they're super good at that, but I'm I'm just a normal right. dude, you know. I really like that. Like healing is already inside us. Mm-hmm. Greatness is already inside us. You know, literally i am a maple hills eagle i have greatness inside of me i will use that greatness to make good choices to be the best me i can be that's right maple hills elementary school has changed my life elementary school by the way um and so if somebody's agreeing with this throw up some hearts right throw up some likes and and uh etc uh but it it is it is in us right and when we're born it's almost like everything works against us. Our parents, our family of origin, mm-hmm. culture, society, everything says, no, it's not, right? right? No, it's not. You need this. You need that. Right. You need a podcast to watch or whatever, which I, sure, watch our podcast. Right. That's fun. But you don't need us mm-hmm. to, sure, we can help and we have helpers and stuff like that, but all this stuff is inside you mm-hmm. already. Right. And the thing that comes to mind is like she does say, She's not married. She's having sex with her partner or her boyfriend, and she's worried about getting pregnant. So I think that that probably has an mm. enormous part to play in mm. all of this. She said, I want to marry him and have kids with him. Um, and <sighs> Okay. I wonder. I think I may have put some pieces together. All right. 
So what if they're in, in therapy, there's this worksheet it's called like the shame, shame core kind of thing. Right. And it's a, is that a dance circle? style no. in emo shame core? Ow, you need me <laughs> anyway. Keep on. It's a circle with concentric circles, right? right. And you go down and, until you hit the shame core. So I'm wondering if, uh, I'm worried about getting pregnant, right? Yeah. So what is your body going to do? Right. Hey, don't have, uh, right. I'm, do here, not enter. I'm here to save the day. Right, yeah. Combination locked, right? <laughs> um, and maybe we could dig into that. So that's why I want to dig into it with a, a, a therapist, mm-hmm. not a, not a sensate focused person, not a, not a sex therapist, mm-hmm. but a, a therapist, EMDR, and such, and go down and down and down mm-hmm. and go. Oh, okay. But let I, me even or, or, or maybe like um, uh, sex is taboo. Sex is whatever. I'll get caught. Right. I will uh, get pregnant. So mm-hmm. there's all these other. I will X Y Z. I don't. I don't hear in there. I will enjoy it and relax right. and be free well and she says she's like i don't know how i don't want to i don't i mean it like doesn't even matter it's hard and so the thing that comes to my mind in that the idea what did you just say you said shame core afraid of getting caught door no entry right so what i want to say is how do you flip that idea of mm-hmm. i'm afraid to get pregnant i don't even care about sex i blah 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 like how do we take that and say the opposite of it. You say... Come on now. So if you think of it from your perspective, not someone else's, not the therapist, not your boyfriend's, and you think about... <laughs> what? Oh, what does someone say? What's up, Tierney? Uh, Ivy says, love you both. Seth, you made my coffee come out of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I want you to think yes. about what would it look Podcast like... Podcast over. What would it look like if you began... a. a your own exploration. This is not about your actual vagina, right? This is not about your physical body. This is about your mental peace with, you know, like literally lay in bed. You don't, this is, again, this is not about physical anything. Do not touch anything. Don't do anything. No vibrators, nothing. Mental and what, peace before you get a piece. Oh my gosh. Uh, but sure. So <laughs> I, I forgot. I can't roll my eyes at Seth or everyone thinks I'm like a terrible bee. But when I want you to lay in your bed or lay in a hammock, do where, go wherever you need to go mm-hmm. and literally meditate on what, not what am I afraid of? Oh, mm-hmm. it hurts. Oh, I don't like this. Oh, I don't like what a wiener looks like. I don't care. Blah. But meditate on the opposite of that. What is like, really immensely joyful, peaceful, happy mm-hmm. to my body that makes it respond. So this is going to sound super weird, but that happened for me after we had, after I had uh, babies, mm. which I thought would be the opposite. Like you think, oh, baby's gross. Your vagina's huge. Ew, you're nasty. Like you're gross and used up garbage. Like our friend Logan said to me, uh, I was or when used Matt talked about, trash uh, or whatever. Bridges vagina exploded. <laughs> right. <laughs> But after Which I had funny. children, after I gave birth, yeah. I was like the most empowered human mm-hmm. on this planet. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, guess what? I created eyeballs and legs and knee joints and bones and mm-hmm. sinew and marrow. That came out of me. I'm freaking amazing. Right. And that m- insight, that... Your body was enough to do that. And just like you talked about 75 hard, <laughs> mm-hmm. you prove to yourself, I can do it. Right. Right. And- which kind of goes back mm-hmm. to the, the Marissa Peer stuff is oh yeah you your whole body is enough I am enough to have sex to make a kid to mm-hmm. do seventy five hard I am enough mm-hmm. oh guess what it was already there right and so what I want you to do is sort of meditate mm-hmm. on not the problem not the issue not what people want you to do or whatever but like 
literally find your inner, I don't know, what is the word? Like your inner... Jam. Jam. Your inner salsa. Your inner jelly. All you mean was jelly. But no, your inner, like your inner light, your inner oneness, your inner amazingness. And I want you to let it radiate throughout your body. So weird sounding, but think of it like, Mm. I think of it like golden light. I don't know why it sounds warm to me, like the Mm. sunset or the sunrise, that beautiful like panda hour, panda hour, panda bear hour light. Panda bear hour? My neighbor says that, our neighbor says that all the time. But um, think about that. But also I did want to say, your inner mojo. Kenan says reframe from shame to enjoyment. (gasps) Enjoyment, yes. Reframe, get a different, reframe it, right? Different frame. A different frame. Like take off the lens. Renaissance frame and put on the mid-century modern frame. Right. But I want you to also, I want you to do stop thoughts, which yes. Seth sort of mentioned a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. But one of our, uh, my best friend is a pediatrician and she has to do circumcisions and she would literally vomit every time she had to do a circumcision. She mm-hmm. would get like terrible anxiety. She would sweat. She would cry. She would puke before she would do, do circumcisions. And Seth talked, like, literally coached her through it with stop thoughts. And now mm-hmm. she does not even care. Right. And she talks about it all the time. She's like, it completely changed. It was so amazing to have this idea of stop thoughts mm-hmm. to hearken to. So I want you, right. I want you to talk about stop thoughts, but I want you mm-hmm. to, I want you to use it in the context of naming your vaginismus something and saying you're not welcome here. Like stop okay. thoughts are like you me, hear can, the vaginismus mm-hmm. knock at the door and you're like, oh, it's you. Ah. So okay. Stop thoughts is kind of something I made up. It's uh, based on CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, where you replace certain behaviors that you don't want with other behaviors you do want, right? So thought stopping, thought arresting, I just made up like stop thoughts because it sounds funny, right? Mm -hmm. Stop thoughts, right? Stop thoughts. (laughs) So when it comes up, okay, in the context of vaginismus, which I don't know like when vaginismus, 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 yes, comes around is it like when your partner is putting some moves on you then you tense up i'm not sure or maybe it's just painful vagina all the time i don't know uh however i'm gonna take my own advice here right Mm -hmm. when i have like stomach side pains and stuff um that comes up you go oh i see you there Mm -hmm. what's up Mm -hmm. what's going on uh how you doing today like literally uh and you talk to it and you stop it and you say you know what stop i'm not gonna have this thought you're not welcome here and mm-hmm. uh i'm being facetious and how are silly and how i'm talking to it because sometimes well not sometimes like it actually does help it's like talking to <laughs> you know when when we do our walks down our driveway mm-hmm. that, that, uh, that dog dinky little bark uh, dog that scares the crap out of me at night every yeah. single time he runs at me and i can barely see because it's dark and he barks mm-hmm. fer- ferociously at yeah. me right and i i i kick it right when he gets too close, but you, you, you say, you look at him, you say, you go, what, you get out of here. What are you doing? No, you're not going to bark mm-hmm. at me. So you are stop thoughting that dog. You, you know are, what's funnier is that I, I started inviting it. I started talking nicely to it, right. and now it leaves me alone. Yeah, I so, went from yelling at it to right. like, go away. Oh, whatever. Don't come over here. You're right. not whatever. And then I was like, oh, right. Come on, and it just so, stops. So let's do that analogy, right? Mm-hmm. Vaginismus is calling. I get my cell phone and kick it, just mm-hmm. like I did the dog, right? <laughs> And then that, that thing flies around. But guess what? It's still ringing. It's still ringing. Mm-hmm. So I literally solved nothing. Right. I made my problem worse. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he's not picking up. I'll just, I'll just get louder. Right. right? Um, you, 
addressed it. Mm-hmm. You stop thought at it. And now guess what? He leaves you alone. That mm-hmm. dog leaves you alone, right? Yeah. So I really want to like do a, a paradigm shift and change our view of it right now. Like, right. oh, here it comes knocking, right? Oh, um, 8.03 a.m. Oh, yeah. my ah, It's kind of hurting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me see. Hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. What do you need? Right. 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 You know what? You need something right now, but my body, my mind, my heart, I am enough. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can even say, I don't need you. You mm-hmm. can even say, so this is in, uh, this is uh, prescribing the symptom kind of thing. It's an intervention in, mm-hmm. oh, here's, can we play switch? Yes or no. Goodness, our kids <laughs> make signs when we podcast. It's the funniest thing. It is funny. So mm-hmm. what I was saying, uh, what was I saying? Prescribe something. Oh, prescribing the symptom. And it's it's talking to it. Like, okay, hey, vaginismus, vaginismus show up today at 9 a.m. Huh. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Hey, show up today. I'm not scared of you. Let's talk. Let's right. Let's talk at 9 a.m. Yeah. Right? Hey, let's talk today at 9. Oh, you didn't show up? Punk. <laughs> right? Oh, you didn't show up? Okay, let's talk at 9.30 when you're ready. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for it, right? And then you begin to take power over it. Mm-hmm. And and one of the the interventions that I remember is this this kid was peeing the bed, right? Mm-hmm. Like an eight year old, like right. always peed the bed, mm-hmm. always peed the bed. Oh, what was it? And so he went to a, a therapist, and I can't remember the the maybe it's called. Darn it, I can't remember. But anyway, isn't it a paradoxical intervention? It is a paradoxical intervention, right? Good job. And uh, so the the therapist said, okay, everybody, I want everybody to set their alarms at three a.m. Wake up the kid, and I want the kid to stand up in the bed and pee. <laughs> right? And they were like, yeah. that's ridiculous. Why would I do that? Right. I would, peeing in the bed, that's crazy, right? But yeah. it was at the same time, the, the mostly typical time, yes, you can. Yeah, you can play your Switch, babe. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> okay, I'm yes. I'm not sure what that means. Okay, yes. But anyway, you, you, you prescribe the symptom, right? And the kid stopped peeing the bed. Right. Because they were so able that, to. So in this case, it would be like, all right, vaginismus now right 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 you could say hey uh and then as you do that slowly and get used to talking to it like that Mm -hmm. you can say hey vaginismus i'm having sex tonight at 8 p.m me and my partner are gonna you know do foreplay starting at this time and this is where you get really specific because if you want it to stop you have to do the work to do it so if anything if any of this sounds silly um it will help it's just your level of like willingness willingness right So, hey, 7.30, we're going to start doing floor foreplay, whatever. We're going to move to the bedroom at, you know, 8 p.m. or whatever, and we're having sex. Vaginismus, vaginismus, you're not allowed to show up. You're not invited to this party. You know what? You can show up tomorrow if you want to at 9 a.m., but I'll call you and see if you show up again. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you're going to get really, like, kind of goofy, but mm-hmm. it works. Right. It is. Right? It's really helpful. And there's right. another thing Marissa Peer talks about when people, like, if the, people have a hard time sleeping. She's like, lay in bed and meditate and say, okay, I'm going to stay up. I'm going to stay awake as long as I can. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm staying up. And Mm -hmm. you like tell your mind to stay awake. And she's like, you'll fall asleep. (laughs) Uh, Somebody says, hold the thoughts captive before they run rampant in your mind. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I couldn't do that. What couldn't you do, Jamie? I don't know what we said. Your inner mojo. You can't uh, do stop thoughts. You can do it. Right. Because you just told yourself you can't. Your body is going to say, oh, yeah, you can't. You're right. So I'm not going to let you do it. Here's another example of this, and this is going to sound really weird, but um, and this is going to sound really a tangent for a moment, but mm-hmm. I, my best friend was struggling with her husband, 
uh, on certain topics. And I, I could see it differently because I hear her talk. I've heard her talk for years on mm -hmm. our walks. And I'm like, she's misunderstanding her husband and he's mm -hmm. misunderstanding her. Mm -hmm. But I can see their perspectives, almost like a therapist. Like I can right. see his side and I can see her side. And if instead of saying this, she said that, it would be more helpful. So I wrote her an email and I said, hey, I think if you sent this email to your husband from you, it would probably be really helpful. But before mm -hmm. I sent the email, y'all, I got the stomach ache from mm -hmm. hell. I have mm -hmm. never had a worse stomach ache. And it was before I sent it, like 90% of the email was written and I'm like, I'm going to barf. Mm. I feel miserable. And this was while I was reading the Marissa Peer book. It was the same time. And I was like, this is, um, this is like a physical manifestation of my fear right. of, is this out of bounds? Is this out of the boundary of my relationship with my friend mm -hmm. to send her this email? And I literally was like, mm -hmm. my stomach hurts so bad. And I'm like, I think this is just psychosomatic. I honestly think this is my stomach saying, listening to my anxiety in my head saying, don't send it, don't send it, don't mm -hmm. send it. And it's making me sick. And I literally just closed my computer, sat there and went, I hear you. I need you to go away. I'm sending this email anyway. Here I go. And it went away. Mm -hmm. You guys, I didn't have diarrhea. I didn't throw up. I didn't have gas. It's like the ghost it of was, Super Mario 2 when you're in the underworld. Like right? you the face big, it. What's his and name? And it stops. The ghost. No, not the name? big ones. Uh, oh, like, perform circumcisions. Yeah, that'd be kind of hard oh, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We talked <laughs> wow, a lot about it. Wow, a physical manifestation of your fear. Yes. Exactly. And it was the weirdest thing because I thought, that can't be what this is. Mm -hmm. I, I, I must have a giant blowout headed my way. And I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I was totally fine. Right. So, okay. So this is the time. This is, this is a really an amazing story. So we were in, it was the last oh, night yeah. that we were in England and the UK. And we were in a, a area in the very southern tip of the island. It's called Bogner Regis, right? And uh, my 90 zillion year old grandma, year old grandma was there. And it was the last day. And I had to drive us from southern England all the way up to, I don't know, three hours it's north like a train station. to a train, train station. And then we had to go and catch a train to fly out of Manchester, right? And we had eaten at a seafood restaurant that night. And uh, we got back late and we had to wake up early. And I was laying in bed and it was the exact feeling. I've had food poisoning before. And if anybody's had real food poisoning, <sighs> it is it's death, right? Yeah. It's, it's terrible. And I started feeling that way. And I was anxious because I was like, no, this can't happen. Like he was the only person who could drive us there. He right. was driving a gigantic like 16-passenger van at that yeah. point. Yeah, so driving in itself was stressful right. because yeah. it's in the opposite UK. Side it's on of the opposite side the road, yeah. And all this stuff. And I literally believe that I talked. So I had food poisoning. Right. I believe it, mm -hmm. right? And I talked myself out of any symptoms of food poisoning. Mm -hmm. My stomach didn't blow out. I didn't throw up. None of that. Mm -hmm. And what happened? We drove to right. Manchester as as planned, yeah. right? And it all worked out. So we were literally flying back to the United States the next day. Right. And, the, and with his 91-year-old grandma and our three children. Right. So I, I truly believe that I talked myself mm -hmm. out of a legit physical ailment. Oh, and guess what? Your body has that power, mm -hmm. you know? And we're not getting on into woo-woo stuff. It was Let's just like, get oh, into my, the woo-woo. Well, you love woo-woo. I do. So, yes, Mel, that's amazing. Uh 
Uh, yeah, yeah. So okay, we got to wrap this up. So yeah. Um, so I, I want to encourage you. There's a couple different things as we wrap up what we want to say. But I, I honestly name your ailment. This is not only for vaginismus. It could be. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, and of course, if there's physical things that you're doing that make it worse, don't do those things. Right. Like there are dilators and stuff like that. I don't know that that's particularly helpful if you are only going at your vaginismus from a physical perspective, I don't think that that's going to be helpful. Although I have not experienced vaginismus, so don't take my word for it. Go and look at resources. Some I of think those... paired, paired with those things with right. a lot of uh, psychosomatic uh, mental work right. might be helpful. Yeah, I think it could be helpful in um, married together, but not on its own. It's almost like working out uh, muscles, like you're doing yoga. You know, like, oh my goodness, my back is so sore. Okay, we're going to ease into these stretches, right. and we're going to talk about it. Hey, muscles, you're relaxing. Right. Hey, doing this. So you're, you're doing physical work, mm-hmm. right, which is important, and mental work. So yeah. they really go together because if you just you know lay there mm-hmm. with a dilator or whatever that's not gonna work jamie says i think some people do uh, suggest kegels or kegels i don't know how you say it for vaginismus too that's, that's right. amazing mm-hmm. but must see you're building the well. muscles up right exactly. and i want to mm-hmm. think of i like this analogy um so if a flower is in a bud form it hasn't blossomed yet mm-hmm. if you go over to it and tear it open is it going to heal and live and be good no no it will die so i i that's how i think of our bodies being they need to be allowed to blossom and bloom and be safe and all of those things so that's how i want to think mm-hmm. of it you can't like force that stuff but here are some great resources that we have and we suggest so one do stop thoughts mm-hmm. that seth suggested mm-hmm. um i don't know if you want people to read the book the body keeps the score it's a good one. It's huge. It's a grad school. It's a grad book, school book, but, but that's one to be mm-hmm. you can look into. Talk back to your vaginismus. Name it something, mm-hmm. and you can even name it like something silly, like "Oh, you little scuttlebutt, go ahead and leave." Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to shame yourself. Don't be like, "Oh, idiot, horrific vaginismus, mm-hmm. you're back again." Don't mm-hmm. make it worse. Just tell it, call it something weird. Right. Um, and then you know, do stop thoughts. Um, there's a lady sexologist Shamira. She's on Instagram. Shamira is S-H-A-M-Y-R-A. And we'll share Mm -hmm. these links. So sexologist Shamira talks about that stuff. Dr. Rachel, she's a MD, PhD. She talks about this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Dr. Tina Shermer Sellers talks about this kind of stuff. And then one of our listeners suggested Hope Hope and Her podcast, which is about vaginismus. I tried to find it and I couldn't find it. So Mm. if if you know where it is, send it to us and yeah. we will share it. And then um, there's a podcast. If you Google like vaginismus podcast, there are other like things come up. So one was other people's story podcasts and it's called I Can't Have Sex Living with Vaginismus. And then there is a website, vaginismus.com that has tons of resources, things that are suggestions and all that stuff. So check those things out. They would be really helpful, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, What's up, Woke Family Financial Coaching? I like your name. Little Farm Charm. What's ah, up? So, okay, let's let's wrap this up. So you guys, uh, in any of this, if you suffer with vaginismus, if you suffer with anxiety, depression, your marriage needs some work, any of this stuff, we highly recommend going to uh, getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. I say this every time. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And when you go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage, you will be paired up with a licensed right. therapist. You can right? find a therapist for this exact issue for right. any issue. If you're dealing with drug addiction, if you're dealing with financial crisis stuff, if you're dealing with at literally anything, uh, healing from trauma, all of that, you can find the exact therapist that you need. And the other great thing about, um, faithful counseling is that if you don't like the therapist you are par- paired with, 
you can change it. Yeah. Like it's not hard at all. It's cheaper than traditional mm -hmm. therapy. You can do it anywhere. It's teletherapy. You can do videos. Peace out. Text. And you're not going to hurt your therapist's feelings by right. saying, hey, you know, I don't think this is working out. Thanks for your time, but I'd rather get with another therapist. Right. A good therapist is going to be like, I want the best for you. Go ahead. Right. Tanny says, it's like that scary thing in Harry Potter that turns your worst fear and... A, bo uh, a boggart. 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 A boggart. That scary uh, thing in Harry Potter that turns your worst fear and you use the spell ridiculous to right. get rid of it. Yeah, a boggart. That is a really good analogy. So <laughs> you is. face it and go, what? no, just you know, put, roller, put roller skates on, on that vaginismus, <laughs> right? Roll on out of here. Roll right? on out of here, vaginismus. So that, that's, that's, that's a really hilarious. good Thanks, Jeremy. And um, so, okay, we love you guys. Join us tomorrow. What's tomorrow? Friday. Yeah, we got a but, good show tomorrow. Yeah, but go to get faithful uh, slash, what am I saying? Go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage mm -hmm. if you need help. It really is amazing. You can change your therapist, no problem. And your therapist doesn't want to work with you if you don't want to work with them. They, that's right. And they won't, get, they won't get their feelings hurt. That's right. Um, anyway, so yes, join us tomorrow. We're going to be talking about stuff. Hattie's got some thumbs up for y'all. The show is awesome. The show is awesome. The show say, is awesome. Say, um, support us on Patreon. Support us on Patreon. Say, anatomyofmarriage.com. Anatomyofmarriage.com. Say, my mom is the best. My mom is the best. Lady so boss. is dad. Yay. So is dad. <laughs> Daddy boss. That's Daddy right. boss. All right. Oops. We love you guys. Thanks, Melissa. Thanks, Ivy. Uh, <laughs> hey, Rochelle. Uh, <laughs> made me think you were a daughter. Right. So, okay, guys. We love you and take care. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.